generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome and a very, very aggressive start to the old podcast today because this is the ultimate fuck inflation guide. I've made a few videos and put them together on TikTok, Instagram, and then I've written a uh, a written version of those videos as well and combined it all into one lovely keep the change mail on a Friday. So hopefully you got that in your inbox. If you didn't, you can... Uh, sign up to get that or you can go read it on social media it's out on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram search for me on LinkedIn or keep the change on social media now I honestly think that this piece of content is going to be so important over the next few years and that is because inflation is here, we've been spoken we've spoken about that sorry for quite a while now Um, but it is it's not going anywhere and if anything, we are trying to push the blame onto fuck knows what around the world and the pandemic, then it's the war, then it was petrol, now it's supermarkets. Um, but what you need to understand is that that's not going to help you. Like That does not solve the problem of inflation. Oh, it's a global problem. Yeah, well, it's still a fucking problem, isn't it? You know, if things are getting more expensive, I don't give a fuck whose fault it is, I want to know what can I do about this. And most people won't be able to do anything because it's too hard, they don't know how, and they'll have to hope their employer will solve it for them, hope the government will solve it for them, hope that something changes, hope that it stops. But hope is not a strategy. And I want to arm you with tools and tactics and ways that you can actually get in control of your life and get in control of inflation and it not be as big of a problem for you because you're keen to take action. Now, it's all good and well to look after ourselves and to solve these problems for ourselves, but I think if you do this and you can see that you can change the way you're living, please help someone else. Help someone else in your family, like show them a better way. Because all we're going to see for the next couple of years is, oh, if National were in it, it would be this. Oh, Labour fucked this up. Oh, if Putin didn't invade the thing. Oh, if we didn't have the pandemic. And all of that is just shit chat that isn't going to do anything for you or help you defend yourself from the problem that we have in front of us, and that is rising prices. 
Now, I'm really trying to drill this into you because you know I'm massive on self-responsibility, taking control of shit, owning things, and the world is just going so far the other way. And I just can't believe how many people are stuck in this way of thinking that they would rather spend more time on social media debating with other people who caused inflation, what it is, what the excuse is for it, then actually going, oh, fuck, what, what should I do about this? I wonder if there's anything I can do to protect myself or my family. And I think that's really sad. I think it's sad that people have forgotten that they can try and look after themselves, their family, and the people they care about, their communities, but we're just lost. And instead, we'll sit on social media, we'll debate on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, fucking ring a talkback show to tell them how shit it is. And then we'll go to our employer or the government and put our hand out and say, solve this for me. Give me a pay rise. Well, you need to be very careful because eventually those employers aren't going to be able to help you back. And the government, look at them, they go, okay, here's a cost of living payment. I've worked the math out for you. It's 1% of most people's income, not even that. Uh, And it is not going to beat inflation. It's only going to fuel it, if anything. So I really want you to understand that the longer you leave it to get in control of this shit, the harder it is going to be for you to accept that you are the only one that can do something about this. So that's why I've written this guide, because I want people to be able to go back and do this. Now, I was supposed to ask my girlfriend uh, if I could tell the story on the pod. Uh, But I haven't, and now I'm five minutes into recording this, so we're just going to run the risk of me getting in massive trouble telling this story. Now, I made a video, no, yes, I made a video, and then I'll put that into this uh, guide as well, which I'll read out shortly, and it is how to get started with a side hustle, and actually how to make some extra cash, and that's how we're going to combat inflation, right? Now, we've spoken about this before, it's list something up on social media and then it could be okay I want to go a step further than that I don't just want to sell the couch I don't want to sell the fucking books that you don't read anymore the bloody jam chutney in the cupboards whatever you've got that you're selling it's actually okay what skills do I have that I could make some extra cash from outside of work again if you see my video people that are employed 40% of the year they're not at work weekends sick days annual leave days off regional holiday 40% of your working week of your year sorry you're not at work so there is no excuse oh but I do overtime cool okay that's fine like there's always outliers right but for most people or for a lot of people they actually have a shit ton of time but we just don't know how to monetize that we don't know what to do now one of the simplest ways that I have seen is I like I learned this I didn't come up with this I got taught this and was like fuck surely this doesn't work that can't be like that's too easy and I tried I'm like oh my god like this is unreal like how did I not know this 10 years ago you know I'm fucking scratching away starting a business at the start and doing all this complicated shit and running all these Facebook ads and stuff and then someone's like mate you just need to say this and you'll get clients I'm like uh wow okay so I tried it and All the framework is, is basically you thinking about who you can help and then what you can do for them and then calling them out on social media. Because go back years and years ago, we didn't have social media. We had radio, 
a magazine, all of that shit. You couldn't do this. So now it's fucking even easier. Everyone has some form of audience on social media unless you don't have any social media at all. But maybe you've got some emails and stuff. Like, who knows? But, okay, most people have got social media, right? So this is all you have to do is go onto your social media, use the audience you have, and say that you are willing to help them. So you're going to say, I'm looking for a certain type of person to help them with X, Y, Z. Do you know anyone? Now, the key here is, do you know anyone? Because if you say, is this you? You're asking that person, like, okay, directly them. And they're going to see that on social media and go, like, oh, no, fuck, I'm, like, I'm, I don't need piano tutoring. Bang, they're on to the next story. So if you say to them, do you know anyone that needs piano tutoring? They're like, oh, who have I met with recently or spoken? They're like, oh, bloody old Sally, my mate loves the bloody piano. Maybe she needs help and she might send it to them. So there's a very subtle difference there between asking someone directly and then asking someone if they know anyone. But as an example, you can say, do you know anyone who needs help with a logo for their website? DM me. And you will be blown away how many people that follow you or you have as an audience will actually say yep like I know someone and they'll want to help you now back to my lovely beautiful girlfriend she was telling me how interest rates are going up I might correct and then how that's going to impact the amount that she has to pay on loans and interest and whatnot and I said yeah it's brutal isn't it Uh, and she's like fuck I've sort of forecast out how much I'm going to have to top up my mortgage compared to at the moment when my rates roll over and this is what a lot of Kiwis are going through at the moment we had a bank in here in my office this week just gone, and they said that 60% of their customers haven't changed the interest rate yet. So that's September, October, is that the months? September, October, that's bad that I have to think what the months are, right? Uh, October, November, December, only four months that they've got to, well, they're going to have to roll over in this in this last four months. 60% of their customers are on the old interest rates. That is going to be a huge blow to the economy when all of that money gets sucked out and in fact gets paid to the banks in terms of interest rather than it being spent in the economy. So my girlfriend is obviously having that realisation and thinking, well, what can I do? And she's like, I need to make some extra cash. I need to do a side hustle. I'm like, brilliant. I've taught her well. She's not complaining. She's not saying, oh, employer, help me. Oh, government, help me. She's going, what can I do? And I said, here's a video for you to watch. She watches the video. She's like, I can't put that on my social media. I'm like, why not? It's like, oh, like I don't have you know people that will need that. I'm like, well, you'll be surprised. So she puts a post on her social media which says, uh, I am looking for people who need help with their, she's an accountant as well, rip a relationship chat, isn't it, two accountants, fucking awesome, couple of Excel whizzes. I'm looking for someone who needs help with their accounting slash bookkeeping and zero, etc. So we, we craft this thing. And she puts it online. And it was really, really insightful for me because it made me realize that the reason a lot of you won't do this is because you're too scared and you're too scared to put yourself out there. And I forgot this because I'm so far down the path now of always being out there as such that I don't think about this stuff. So please don't let the, oh, but what if someone replies to me? Oh, but what if, you know people think that I'm trying to fucking make heaps of money or like just stop all of that thinking and just do what is in this guide don't do the thinking do the doing I have mapped out exactly what you need to do and I promise you if you follow this you will 
be able to make some extra income and it is very, very simple. Now, my by about four hours later, you know, my girlfriend had a number of messages from different people. Oh, why are you doing this? Oh, are you trying to get some work for Luke? Oh, uh, all sorts of different shit. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, why do these people have to message me? And I'm like, this is good. We want this. We want this. Um, but for her, it was very confronting and weird because she's not like this. And so it was quite scary for her to go through this, I think. And the next day, she messages me. I was away out of town for work, and she messages me, and she's like, I think I've got some extra income. And I was so stoked and proud because I'm like, brilliant. She hung in there, and she did this, and she didn't take it down, and the right person has seen it and said, I am that thing that you've asked for. Like, I, that's me. What can you do for me? And now she's got a conversation going around doing some extra stuff in her spare time, instead of watching Love Island, hopefully, fuck me, I'll throw the TV off the balcony if that shit turns back up on our screen, but it probably will, oh god, I don't know why people watch that shit, but anyway, that is going to be a good use of her time while she's got some spare time. Now, most people, like I say before, you'll listen to all this and you'll go, this is too simple, I'm not actually going to do it, so I want to tell you that story because I want that to inspire you to go, I'm not going to let what my fucking friends are going to think about me doing this. Because for most of you, maybe you probably don't put anything on your social media. So as soon as you say, I'm looking to do X, Y, Z, people are going to be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing that for? Blah, blah, blah. Because they're scared that you're becoming somebody that they're not used to. And who cares? Like, fuck it. You've got to get in control and fight back towards inflation. So we've got to put ourselves in uncomfortable positions and situations and get over the fact that some people will be like, oh, why are you doing that? Or like, what's going on here? Because it's just going to be confronting for the fact that they're not doing anything. So there you go. There's a story for you before we even get into this. My quick little uh, extra piece before we start reading too is I bumped into an All Black yesterday. All Black says to me, mate, love the podcast. Absolutely brilliant. So how good's that? Even the fucking rugby boys are listening and learning, which is good to see. So shout out to everybody who is consuming this. I reckon this could be one of the most iconic pieces of content that I make through Keep the Change, especially over this next few years. Let's get into this week. This is the ultimate fuck inflation guide. Because last week, the Reserve Bank raised the OCR again, the official cash rate. If you want to learn more about that, go back and find one of the earlier editions. We've talked about that previously. I've taught you what the official cash rate is, who the Reserve Bank is, who Adrian Orr is, etc., etc. In summary, though, the official cash rate going up is designed to continue to get on top of inflation. You've heard Mikey and I talk about this. You've heard me talk about it. But what was more important for me in the Reserve Bank's latest announcement about the OCR going up wasn't the fact the OCR was going up because I already expected that. Everybody did. It's no, It wasn't a surprise. It was always going to be happen, happening. What was surprising, well, what was ugly for me is that the Reserve Bank said that they expect inflation to be above the target range, remember, that's 1% to 3%, until June 2024. Now it is August 2020 fucking two. So that is ages away that they think inflation is still going to be above 3%. So to give you some understanding of this, let's go through this. So the June quarter of 2021, inflation was 3.3%. So it was above the targeted range of what we think is okay for inflation to be acceptable between 1% and 3%. It was at 3.3% June 2021. September 
2021, 4.9. December 2021, 5.9. March 2022, 6.9. June 2022, 7.3. That's where we are at the moment. We're actually in the July, August, September quarter, but we don't have the data from that yet because it hasn't finished. But to September 2022, it'll be above 3%. December 2022, it's going to be above 3%. March 2023, it's going to be above 3%. June 2023, above 3%. September 2023, above 3%. December 2023, above 3%. I'm fucking bored reading this out. This is how bad this is. March 2024, it'll be above 3%. June 2024, it's expected to be above 3%. That's miles away. That's so long away. And they are telling us, oh, heads up. And this ain't the news, you know. This isn't what's getting talked about. Oh, the OCR's gone up. I don't give a fuck. Like, yes, that's going to impact us if we've got interest rates on uh, bank debt and stuff like that. But we're going to get higher interest rates and we're going to have less purchasing power because inflation is here. That is crook. That is crook. We're double getting fucked. And unless you do something about it, you're going to get right royally fucked by inflation. Now, we are being told to get ready for another two whole years of price rises before this settles down. And disclaimer, I don't even think it will. I don't think inflation is going to settle down. But we can do a prediction on that another time. But of course, these things can always change. But if the above doesn't make you want to do something about your income level and outgoings, I'm not sure what else I can do for you. Now, people will spend more time on social media defending their reasoning or belief of why inflation is here than defending themselves. Oh, it's a global problem. Yeah, like I said at the start, it's still a fucking problem. Oh, but this political party, dribble, dribble, dribble. Wipe it off your face. No one gives a fuck about which political party could have done better, that's not going to help you or your family improve the quality of your life. This type of chat is boring and it's what people hold on to because they don't actually want to do anything about the situation they find themselves in. Now when I say people can defend themselves, I mean defend their purchasing power. Today we're going to focus on what we can actually do when it comes to inflation. Now I don't see any of the economists or financial advisors teaching anyone this. Why do you think that is? Well because most of them are employees and they're not entrepreneurs. Few of them know how to make money from scratch. They either write about the market or they ride the market. Let me explain. Economists, so many of them, they work for the banks and then they leave that and they go, I'm going to go out on my own and then they fucking contract back to the government. Cool. That ain't starting a business. That's a glorified employee. Now, they can't teach you how to make money. They don't even know themselves. They write about the market. Financial advisors, oh, I'm a financial advisor for insert firm here. Mate, you don't fucking advise nothing. You bloody you actually use other people's money and then charge a commission on that to provide that advice, cool, but you're not that fucking, you know, like teach people how to make money, not with other people's money. So where are the people teaching people how they can actually make some extra income? And yes, I have mates who are economists. I have mates who are financial advisors. But there's a lot of people in these spaces that think they're these everyday heroes rolling around talking about fucking inflation and the economy and oh, buddy, I've got a 3%, 7% return for my client. Come on, you know? Where the fuck, what are you doing to actually help people understand what they can do individually and we're all too scared to do that because we don't want to predict what stocks are going to go up and go down because we know that that's actually a fool's game so these are tried and true ways that you can actually make some extra cash don't fall into the trap of just studying an economist for the next two years because all you're going to hear about is the market don't bloody find the genius at one of the investment banks and listen to them for the next two years because they're going to tell you about the market and they make their money out of riding the market up 
and down and then using other people's money and then charging a fee on that. A lot of these people in these roles haven't built any income themselves. They haven't, like they've been given a job or they're using other people's money. So learn from people that are in business people that are entrepreneurial, people that have got side hustles, people that have figured out how to bolt on another 10% of their income, those are your teachers for the next two years. Even the people that figure out how to take costs out of their lives, those are the people you want to be learning from. Not Tom, Dick and Harry at some shitty investment firm that thinks they're a fucking hot shot because they're a FA, a fuck all financial advisor. I shouldn't be so rude, but I'm very passionate about helping you and I just can see people falling into the trap of being like, oh, just follow this person and that might help my life. It's not going to matter unless you actually take some action. So let's get into some of these things. Take this life-changing lesson from a chartered accountant, the most boring of the financial dudes. We're the ugly ones. We're the unfashionable ones. We're the ones no one wants to be. I've started a business, multiple businesses. I run a million-dollar business at the moment. I advise businesses every day of the week I watch them succeed I watch them fail and I can tell you you do not need to be an entrepreneur to do some of these things in this lesson you just have to take a bit of action and use the tools that you don't even see that are already right at your fingertips so let's go how do we do it part a now what I want you to do is I want you to take your level of income and I want you to times it by 10% so say you're on $60,000 a year you're going to times that by 10% $6,000 Now, you've got your target now. That's your extra income to ideally earn from outside of your current employment. Now, why I say outside of your employment is you're going to learn more skills. If you just do overtime, if you just do more of what you're already doing, you're potentially not going to learn other things. It's a great place to start, and I'm all for it. I used to do overtime and shit all the time. I'm in here on a Sunday putting in the work, but if you can figure out an income stream that's outside of your current job, you're going to learn a stack load more. So that's why I say ideally earn it from outside of your current employment. Now divide this number, this 10% number, $6,000 say, divide it by 12. Because what this does is it gives your brain a bit more of an ability to go, oh, that's pretty doable. Because if you go, I've got to make six grand in the next 12 months, you're like, holy fuck, how am I going to do that? But if you tell yourself, I need to make $500 in the next month, you've now got a more realistic target to your brain and you're more likely to actually get started so just be careful too here though if you do move from sort of hobby to business you should target 15% of your income because you're going to lose 30% to tax because if you earn over 48k in New Zealand the tax rate is 30% and it goes up even higher after that as well so let's just say you're going to lose a third to tax so hobby to business is when it becomes more consistent and you know instead of just selling a couple of fijoas out at the front of the house for a weekend, you're actually doing it for six months of the year and you're actually pulling in 10 grand sort of thing. There's no there's no number on when a hobby becomes a business, but it's you know around an intention to make a profit and you're actually making further uh, inroads with that and doing it more than just you know, having a bit of fun in your spare time. So you might want to think about tax when it comes to that. And if you do need to do that, start Googling and maybe have a look at Henry, H-E-N-R-Y. They've got some good resources and Google uh, Business First Hobby. You'll be able to read up on that as well. Now, of course, we need to figure out and find where we're going to get this cash from, don't we? This is part B. So I always say start by selling something you don't use on social media to learn the belief. Let me repeat, learn the belief that you can make money outside of your job or current income stream. Remember, part A, we want to try and learn 
how to make more money. We want to learn that it's actually possible. Most of us don't think it's possible. That's why we hate rich people. That's why we get jealous of people that have got heaps of cash. Like, how the fuck have you done that? You know, and then we want to tear them down instead of being like, please teach me what I don't know. So what you want to do is you just want to sell something on social media and you want to sell it to learn the belief that you can make money outside of your job. And that's going to get you going like, oh, wow, that's possible. Someone did want that couch. Someone did want that unused iPhone that I have. Those shoes that I never wear. And your brain starts to go, oh, shit, okay. I'm now 100 closer to my target of $500. And you get going. That's how you build, build momentum. So this is going to help you get closer to the target of month one. And it's going to get your momentum going and your belief up, right? Now, every month, we need a calendar reminder in our phone to remind ourselves to track our progress towards our target. Because brains love progress, humans love progress, it makes us happy. So set a reminder on your phone to go, where am I at? And you might fall off the bandwagon one month and you're like, oh shit, I completely forgot about trying to make some extra cash. But that calendar reminder, set it monthly, is going to ding every month for you to go, what have I done? And the answer is going to be, I've done something or I've done nothing. And when you've done nothing, you've only got yourself to blame. It's not our employer's responsibility. It's not the government's responsibility to fix this. They're not going to, I promise you, they're not coming to save you. We have to look after ourselves and those people around us. And then some of you are going to say, oh, but Luke, I don't know how to sell anything online. We'll get this into you. Part C, Facebook Marketplace for your item to get you started. Done. Put it on your Instagram story, your Facebook, fucking do whatever you can. Put it at the notice board at the bottom of your apartment. We're like just... Get this thing in front of attention and sell it. Now we want to think about what we can offer and to who. Then we can use this framework. So we've sold something on social media to learn the belief that we can make extra cash and now we're going to go a step step deeper. We're going to think about what you're prepared to do and not what you could do. As an example, people will always go, oh, I could start you know, this business or that business or I've got this awesome idea. Someone literally commented on a video of mine before saying, oh, I don't want to give you my idea for 10 grand. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot that's what uh, we're dealing with here. You know, I used to be like this too. Like, I forgot I used to think like this. I used to think I had all these amazing ideas and people should pay me all these money, all this money for them, uh, but not realize that ideas suck and execution is everything. So you don't want to think about what you could do. Don't think about this amazing business you could start and it could take over the world and all this shit. Just think about what you're prepared to do because what this will do is help you figure out what you'll be more comfortable to put on social media. So, are you prepared to clean your neighbor's house, for instance? If that's something you're prepared to do, great. You've got a good starting point. Like, that's where you start. Then you go to your social media and use these two frameworks. One, I'm looking for the type of person you can help to help them with, insert, what you can do for them. Do you know anyone? Drop me a line. DM me. I'm looking for, as an example, busy homeowners to help them clean their house. Know anyone, DM me. So that's going to speak to people that are thinking or that know a busy homeowner who's recently been talking about how they don't have time to clean their house and they want their house cleaned. And someone's going to reply to you and go, hey, old mate, John wants their house cleaned. And you can then start the conversation. It could be, I'm looking for students struggling with maths to help them with math tutoring. Do you know anyone? DM me. It's honestly so simple. Like, please do this. Here's a second framework. Do you know anyone who needs help with, in brackets, what you can do for that person? DM me. Do you know anyone who needs help with a logo for their website? 
Do you know anyone who needs help with organising their next event? That's just as simple as it needs to be. That's all you have to do, and people will respond to you. Once you've got someone interested, get some extra work and come across the line and refine the above process. Now, I guarantee you that the above two frameworks will get someone to reply if you're solving a problem for someone, i.e. giving time back to a busy parent. Think about what people need. They want convenience and they want time. If you can solve that for people, you will get replies. I made a video about this on Instagram. You can go check it out. I won't play it over this podcast. We could be here forever. But part D, now this is where it's a little bit extra for experts because I know a lot of you will ignore my advice about keeping this simple, keeping it practical, cleaning your neighbor's garage, fucking whatever, and you'll be like, oh, no, 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 I'm not prepared to do that. I, you know, I, I want to start a proper side hustle or a business or whatever, and you're overcomplicated instead of actually just going out, fighting inflation and making some extra cash. So I don't want you to waste a whole heap of time, so here's a framework for those people who are going to ignore me. What you want to think about is what's your job? Can you do some extra of this job on the side, like say you're a graphic designer nine to five, can you do some of that outside of your role? Be mindful not to piss your employer off and remember that we're trying to learn how to earn, get it? We're trying to learn how we can earn extra income. So we don't just want to focus on what we currently do for a job. We're actually trying to learn how we can eat, make some extra cash as well. Now, what's the most exciting part of your day? Very good question, this question. This is often an insight into where your passion lies, i.e. could it be going to the gym for or Pilates or uh, how you start your day or reading the paper at the first thing in the morning? Like, What is the most exciting part of your day? There's always good insight as to what you're really into. What browsers do you still have open on your phone? What's your most visited websites? These are good insights as well as to the things you're interested into. Check your search history for the internet and YouTube. What insights are there? What podcasts don't you shut up about? How come? What clues are here about your passions? Ask your boyfriend or your girlfriend. What do I always talk about? Please help me understand this because that's where your interests lie. And if you can do a side hustle that's based around your interest, you're more likely to be able to keep it going longer rather than it fizzling out. Now, this is obviously always tricky because you're going to go deeper here And once you figure it out, you can go back to the framework in part C, i.e. a graphic designer who loves the gym, for instance, would then say, I'm looking for personal trainers to help them with design for their website slash Instagram. Do you know anyone? DM me. So now we're sort of going a little step further, aren't we? And we're trying to think about something we can do that is sustainable over a long period of time. I'd suggest getting going on part A, B, C first and then come back to part D down the track. I've made a video about that as well and that's on Instagram and TikTok. Now business owners, you're in the firing line too because you're going to be who the staff come to and say, hey, uh, so my friends said that they got a pay rise because of inflation. So yeah, give me a pay rise. Remember all of the people above online defending their favorite political allegiance or reason why inflation's here? They're going to be the first ones asking you for a pay rise because they're not paying attention to this. They don't care. They've already lost. They've lost the game. They got sucked into it and they're, they're doing the whole, oh, it's a global thing. Oh, I've got to jump on TikTok or fucking Twitter and tell everyone it's a global thing. Mate, no one cares. Your fucking purchasing power is still going down. So they're going to be the people that are going to go to you as an employer, give me a pay rise. And some of you are probably going to be those people too. I'm trying to teach you not to be like that and figure out how can I do this differently. Yes, get paid what you're worth, but figure out how you can learn to earn outside of your job as well and you'll become more of a valuable person. So... Business owners, if you don't know your numbers and your margin, you're at a huge risk of your business profitability declining or raising prices too often and your customers end up going, Mark, I'm out of here. I'm going to go change. I'm going to change my supplier and you're going to lose business. 
So simply giving people a pay rise to combat inflation doesn't teach anyone anything, does it? Sure. We all thought this was a good idea in the short term as we were sold that this was a transitory period of inflation. But the Reserve Bank have literally told us expect inflation to be here for excuse me, at least another two years. And I think it will be longer than that. So teaching people skills is a way more valuable way to help people become more in control of themselves, their situation, their life, and to become more valuable. So you can use this framework above ABCD with all of your staff so that you can actually do this as a group. And if you're an employee, I would suggest that you do this with a friend, wrap some accountability around it. Say to one of your best mates, like, hey, what are you up to? Let's go on a binge for the next year of figuring out how we can make some extra income in our lives. And let's not be destroyed by inflation as people will be. Like, let's be the percentage of people that don't get impacted by that. And I think that would be really, really smart. Now, I'll do a whole money mail on this at some stage, but there is a potential for New Zealand to have an income protection policy. What that's going to mean is that 1.8% of your pay will be gone. It will be gone to pay towards a levy so that one day if you're made redundant, you'll, you'll have six months until you have to be able to find another job and you'll get paid a certain amount. Now, I'll explain this in way more detail. It's been There's been not much about this out in the public and been quiet, but I have heard rumours that, I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist to some, uh, that they're already hiring and building roles around doing this, yet it hasn't actually been put in place yet. So you can just about guarantee that this will be happening. What this will mean is that, say we have another COVID, instead of the government having to give out wage subsidies, you'll be made redundant by your employer, or you may be laid off, and you'll actually still get paid for X number of months, quite a bit. Uh, I think 80% of your income maybe, I can't remember the exact details of it, and you will have time to be able to find another job. So instead of the government getting the bill, we are. And we already do anyway because when the government borrowed a heap of money, well, they're borrowing it from the future generations. So we're trying to get smart and go, shit, if we have another black swan event, we should make people put money aside for it. How do we do that? Well, let's just make them pay for it as we go. So that's going to be another drain on your income. Your income is going to go down by 1.8%. And you're going to have to pay that out of your income that you earn. And you're going to notice, I'm getting paid less. And you're going to go to your boss and go, you need to pay me more because now I'm getting less. So that is coming probably, most probably that's coming. Also, employers are going to have to pay 1.8%. Now, employers are then going to have to pass that cost on as well. So there's more costs coming for people and that will probably fuel inflation. And it's something we need to be thinking of and be mindful of as well. But that's not necessarily a big part of this lesson. I'm just saying there's always going to be things that are coming uh, that are coming for us and for our purchasing power. So in summary, inflation is here and it's crushing your purchasing power. The Reserve Bank literally told us that they expect it to be here for years. You can sit online and debate inflation with other people about why, who or how, or you can get in control yourself and start to fight back against inflation. You'll learn in the process and you'll learn to earn too. Don't wait for the Reserve Bank or your employer to try and sort this for you. Do this with a friend and stick with it for 12 months and see what you learn. Remember, you might ask your employer for another 3%, but what if they ask you the same thing? Can you give them another 3%? How are you going to do that? This is going to go both ways because it's getting sticky now and it's going to be here for longer. So simply going, oh, inflation's here, you need to give me a pay rise. Hmm, that ain't going to work. So this is written and spoken to you with love, 
and for every one of you and your family to help you get through. Fuck inflation. You are one of 6,300 plus recipients. Is there someone you can forward this to? Did you know the Reserve Bank don't expect inflation to be down to 2%, which is the middle of the range, 1% to 3% until 2025. That is a long time away. So inflation is here, ladies and gentlemen, and I've now just given you a very simple framework of how you can make some extra cash and get back in control of inflation. Now, I hope that you will take this seriously, and I hope that you will actually go and do something about this and not just go, ah, you know, I might wait till next month to do that. I want you to change your income level via practical, simple ways to teach yourself that A, it's possible, B, that you can do it, and then C, you can help someone else do it. Fuck inflation. Let's fight back. See you next week. Fuck inflation. Shit, we're still recording. Katy Perry? Sure.